Hello and welcome to a series of very special Dublin International Film Festival podcasts. This year's festival runs from the 22nd of February to the 2nd of March and promises to be an elevated cinema experience. I'm chatting with producer Nadim Chikroha about his powerful documentary Four Daughters. This is going to screen on Friday the 1st of March in the Lighthouse Cinema at half six. But oh my God, like... So you're you're on the Oscar trail now, um, lobbying for yeah. for four daughters. It's just, oh my god, it's so powerful and strong to- storytelling and like beautifully conceived and empathetic and unique, like just a very a very kind of unique structure. Um, talk to me about when this pitch fell on your desk. Like, how did this? How did this kind of? How did you come to collaborate on this? <clears throat> So you saw it, right? I guess from what you said. Good. Uh, uh, so it came to my desk, uh, because I was working with a director. So actually I was just finishing a movie with her. It was our first collaboration. It was in 2016, something like that. Uh, and we were doing a movie called Duty and the Dogs that was released in 2017. And since we were working together and it was uh, working well, let's say, our collaboration, she told me about her next project, which was this one, a documentary. Uh, and me as a producer, I like, I do documentary, I do fiction. And sometimes people ask me about my, uh, how do we call it, editorial line in a way, which I don't have. The way I function is I choose the director before choosing the project. I have the feeling that making a, a film is complicated and the relationship with the director must be very strong. And uh, if you get along with the director and he's interested or she's interested in a subject, we'll find a way to do it. It's For me, it's more like this. It's more the director that is important than the subject itself. Like if I love a subject and... I don't like the director or I, or I can't work with him or she, it, 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 it wouldn't work. So anyway, we were doing the film and she uh, talked to me about this project. And to be honest, I, I wasn't fully convinced. Yeah, but, but on paper, on paper, I can very much so understand that because you were going, you're, you're going to workshop it like what and how will it work? And it's so... Like I, I can well, tell actually, you, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny because actually it's uh, you're referring to the actual form or uh, way of doing the the project, which is what excited me. But before when we started, <laughs> before when it started, it was a regular, a normal, let's say, or classical documentary, um, an observational documentary, or we call it sometimes fly on the wall. So she was. Uh, the director wanted to tell the story of the family. And I didn't, I mean, for me, it was interesting, but not enough to do a movie, you know, just telling the story of that family was okay. It's okay. But it's, there's something missing there. So, uh, you know, I was hesitating, but again, as I told you, uh, most important thing was the relationship to the director. And I was thinking if she thinks there is interesting there, there must be something interesting there. We need to find it. I didn't find it yet. I don't see it yet. Uh, but there must be. 
So it started like that. She started filming a bit and we were discussing the images. Um, but still we, we couldn't find the way. We knew there was something missing. Meanwhile, we did another movie, which was her previous one called The Man Who Sold His Skin, which took us also many years to do. And then when we finished the shooting of that film, we came back to this project and discussed it again. And then uh, little by little came this form, let's say, or uh, uh, device, or we can call it. And and as you said, it was, it was not very clear how we will do it, but there was something exciting about it. You know, all of a sudden, the subject itself and the device make it made it really interesting and exciting. Like something so poignant and unique. Like it's something that like, okay, you're doing it well and you know it's going well because you have that relationship with the director and you know that it will work because of of her creativity and and ability to get down to it. What I think is um, really is the selling point as well as how do you sell the family on that? Like, like, is this something you bring to the family? Is this something you workshop with the family? Because... I think that the the reason this film is so like intimate, yeah. like and and it's it's like it's it's it, it feels like when you're an audience member, you're you know when you're like you're reliving your past traumas in your mind, trying to figure it out, or you're replaying things over and over again, like like that that yeah. that way. But it's it's almost like you physicalized that process in in a way. I yeah. mean. And, and it's it's beautifully done. It's 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 very sensitively rendered, and the, even like like it's just it's so unique. It's just glorious. Like when when you actually watch it, and the intimacy, um, the the actors that play the the sisters and the mum when times get tough, which is a beautiful choice as well because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it relieves that responsibility. Like how, like first of all, how how did you sort of sell the family on or like with the, were they just on board? How do you build that rapport? That like, it's very impressive. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll try to answer and tell me if you need more things because it's a very big question. Yeah. Uh, but let's say when 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 Kautra, the director started doing the the documentary, the the regular one, you know, in 2016, uh, we shot actually in 2000. Uh, let me think, 21, I think, end of 21, December 21. So for those years, <clears throat> she kept going to, to the family and filming them and little by little became very close to them. Uh, especially that at that time, they were a bit, uh, attacked on social media when, when they made public their story. Uh, people were judging them. So they were a bit of, let's say, outcast. Maybe the word is too strong, but, in a way, um, they were, uh, so the director developed a very close relationship to them and little by little became very confident. Uh, I mean, became their confident. Do we say that? Conf- uh, confident, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like they, when they argue, they call her. When they have issues, they call her. Uh, and she became really close to them. Meanwhile, she was filming little by little, but without finding the, the, the way of saying the story. And the family was often asking, you know, from time to time, so what's, what is, what's happening with the movie? What's happening with the movie? And uh, they were very willing to tell their story. They were, in the beginning, when they told their story, they wanted people to know about it. But with social media and regular journalism, you know, you don't have time to develop a complex um, 
reflection. So people judge you and uh, they were a bit disappointed by that. But at the same time, they wanted their story to be told in, in a fair way, let's say. So when came the idea of this uh, device and, and set and shooting, uh, the family was very excited about it. At the same time, we were, we were all a bit excited and, uh, and also nervous, of course, because we didn't know how it's going to happen, the shooting, what will happen with the actors, what will happen with the family, as they were relive their trauma, of course. Um, so, yeah, basically, this, is, this was the situation. Um, there has been a therapeutic work before, before the shooting, I can also elaborate on that. And the shooting itself was really a very, very strong uh, moment in terms of uh, creativity, but emotionally and in terms of uh, the gathering of all people around the family, it was really very, very strong. It is. It's the, I think, just some of the moments, and you can even see when the actors are so affected, you know, like it's, yeah. it's just you're reliving things. And I think, you know, like as a performer, you're always finding truth in in moments but like it's it's very hard to look the truth of that in the face exactly. and embody it and, and really like find that understanding and then to be brought on that journey like it's so it's so physical um yeah sorry i was going to say the movie is also and this is one of the dimensions that i like is also a, a movie about the work of actors exactly as as you explained normally for an actor you need to ask questions to understand your character etc but in this case, the character you are playing is in front of you as a real person. So it makes a real, uh, um, you know, it can be a shock and an and, 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 and exciting experience also. Yes. And yeah. And, and I suppose that truthful nature of the the journey that you go in, where, was it filmed in sequence, the the scenes? Uh, in sequence, you mean in the in the in the in order the that order? we see it? Uh, let me think. Not really, more or less, let's say, but not not uh, not necessarily. Like the idea was so as as I as I said, Gautar developed a very close relationship to the family. So uh, when we started the shooting, she knew by heart all the events of the of the family, and. Um, and we filmed uh, a long interview of the characters to have like something, uh, uh, we call it a fil rouge in French, like a, a guidelines, you know. Uh, and then uh, each day we decided to shoot a memory. Uh, and, and again, the, the idea is that the actors were not aware of the story. So the, the idea was that, uh, let's say, we shoot the memory of the wedding today. So Olfa... Uh, tell the memory to to the actors. Of course, Scouter, the director, knows this, the the memory, and we need a bit of organization, like to have a setup, you know, of uh, and costumes, etc. But the actors don't know anything. The real character says the story, the, the 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 memory to the actors, and the idea is that the actors uh, react as themselves, as person. So they play, they improvise. But the question also, they can ask questions and then another memory comes and then things happen. And in a way, that's why it's a documentary, because even the, the, the reactions of the actors are spontaneous. You know, nothing was written. Um, yeah. What's so 
beautiful about this, but also like brilliant is there's there's no guardedness. There's like mm -hmm. in the in the retelling of the story, like like and not even there's a rapport like it's 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 almost like a like a like a like an all access pass to someone's memories this is and yeah. I think that's what what it feels like when you're watching it and and is this something that was like consciously planned as you go or was it something that was found in the form as you were filming well uh, both both like uh, it was part of the project like also one of the dimension of the project and Again, what I like is the complexity of the project. And what we try to do is to keep the complexity, but do it in a very fluid, let's say, and easy way to watch. But uh, there are many levels in the project. One of the levels, for example, is memory. How you remember things, how you bring out memory, how sometimes you can mix up memories, uh, how you can contradict. I mean, sometimes uh, one character says something and the daughter says, no, it didn't happen like this. And when you have actor questioning, you also uh, remember new stuff and you have contradictions. And memory works like this. Sometimes you jump from a memory to another. Uh, so we knew that, I mean, the idea was to create the device for that, the possibility of such thing with, with the whole the whole device we are describing. And at the same time, we didn't know what will happen. I mean, on set, then magic happens. Then the encounter between the characters and the real and, and the actors uh, can be working or not. Uh, you know, many things can happen. The reaction like the scene you are describing with the stepfather is, uh, of course, not expected, but it happens because of the whole setup. So this was exciting. We, we created something and the people who believed in the project, like financiers, told us, OK, it's exciting. We don't know what's going to happen with this. It's hard to imagine. We decide to trust you. And on set, or many times, you know, actors were telling us, uh, telling the director, what are we doing <laughs> exactly? Uh, we don't know. Just go ahead. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's go with the flow. And uh, again, the, the setup and the fact that on set, there was a very safe space, we can say, that we created. Uh, for example, one of the things that we did is that we gathered the whole crew and we decided to write a kind of contract or constitution to say um, it was a small crew, mostly feminine, and for each one to say what are the things that he don't like on a set, uh, how to avoid toxic behaviors, uh, you know, stuff like that. So, so we had a very safe space in which the characters were feeling really comfortable not threatened, not judged. Everybody was in on the same mood. So things were really well. And uh, even in that scene where that you described, uh, it was not, uh, it was not tension. It was emotion, basically, you know. Yeah. And you, 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 yeah, you feel that, 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 that breaking down of bars. I did feel bad for that male actor though. He, <laughs> like it was obviously such a female led and dominated, um, project and men did not come yeah. off well. Like <laughs> he was yeah. kind of embodying all the evils of society and like, like a, a antagonist in different forms throughout the, the narrative. I'm like, I'm sure he like went home and just felt very sorry for himself. Yeah. But, uh, 
No, it was a spontaneous reaction because he was not expecting what was happening. Uh, it's true that the man are, ha, has not the good part, let's say. Uh, but it's also a movie about patriarchy, you know, how patriarchy, patriarchy uh, is so present in society that can lead to such behaviors. And what is interesting in the movie is that the patriarchy is not represented by men, but by the alpha character, by the woman, because she, uh, we could say, integrated the patriarchy so much that she reproduces it uh, herself in a way to maybe protect herself and the family. But uh, she became the patriarchy and not the men around her because she's stronger than the men around her. Yeah, like, and you do, and you do get that and, and how, you know, she's taken in by that stepfather figure, how she um, yeah. enforces that restrictive rule and again what I think is so beautiful about this is how open the discussion is around that and how self-aware and like I I can't picture many people maybe it is because of the trauma and the the like that they've they've been looking yeah that that the fact that she's saying "I, I did all this and I understand and it was done to me and I like yeah. regret it and, and and like so openly and so understanding and, and honestly and doesn't you know like it, it's not that there's no shame like she just like she's so open about saying these are the things that happen like this is stuff yeah. that I have done that I know is bad instead of you exactly. know like instead of that guarded way that people um you know you'd be like oh yeah. well, maybe I did do that and <laughs> you know it's not gonna make me look no, very no, good in the film the fascinating thing she they they are totally aware of uh, they're very conscious they don't i mean the mother she doesn't hide as you say she's she she some some people say she's a very bad person she has that in a way but she's not only that and she's very aware of that and she can try to explain where it comes from she says that she tries to struggle against it but she doesn't deny the things that she did uh and uh, even with the daughter, it's very fascinating to see how much they are uh, very, uh, how can I say, conscious about things, not in an in, in intellectual way, you know, because they didn't go to school, but they are aware of things uh, and they have a very natural way to say, to say them. And also one of, one of the fascinating things is that they can tell you horrible, tough stories but they make made you laugh, and they laugh. Uh, they also laugh um, of it. I think it's a way of being resilient. You know, when life is too hard, uh, maybe it's their way to cope with life. So this makes the dynamic of the movie also. You know, you have hard moments, uh, very joyful moments, almost at the same time. You go from crying to to laughing. Uh, yeah. And I, oh, like, and 100%. And I think you get the dynamics within the family, the <laughs> the family siblings. And I think, like, there's such, war- in, a, in a way, like, Ulf, everyone, like, there's a warmth to them. There's there's an openness in the way that they communicate. And there's, like, a, a like, a, like, a, just a, a layer of honesty that I, I, I just may see on screen. But it's all peered back to, yeah, like, all the, the shocking level of experiences that are described in the film that have happened to them over the course of their life. And then when you actually see the girls, like they're still almost children, like they're so young, the youth in their faces. And when you see yeah. like the, the life experience that they've had to pass through, um, 
it, it's it's almost shocking because like you and like you almost go oh this is a retrospective this is like years later and them almost reflecting on it and you you know you expect them to be like these wizened older like women approaching yeah. middle age and you're like Jesus Christ they're they're actually children and 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 yeah. impact and I can only imagine like living that day to day on the ground while filming was that a difficult process and then again in the edit was that difficult to do are you able to detach yourself is there anything that you would do to sort of protect yourself there the edit was was hard the edit was really uh as i said the shooting was really a great experience uh the editing the edit was hard because First, we had a lot of uh, material. Uh, I mean, we shot almost continuously. You know, it's not like when you have a regular shooting, you shot, you shoot a scene for, you know, 30 seconds and then you change the setup and you shoot again. So every day you shoot only a few minutes. Here we had two cameras and we shot all the time. So we had hours and hours and hours, I think almost 80 hours of rushes. Um, so ed- the edit was tough. Also, uh, as I said, the idea was to keep the complexity of the of their life, of the different levels of uh, of uh, you know acting, of uh, uh, interactions, etc. To keep that, all those level, but at the same time to have a movie where you can follow from the beginning to the end without you know being lost, not understanding anything. With who is that person? What is happening? When is it? Etc., which was a challenge. Uh, so yeah, editing was, was tough. The first, the first real edit, let's say, was like five hours and a half. And, uh, there was, were so many sub subjects, sub stories. So to, to be able to arrive to this, you know, 145, uh, one hour, 45 minutes of the fluid film was the big, big, big challenge. So is there a film? Is there, or sorry, is there a series there that Netflix can pick up? Maybe <laughs> if anybody. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we were laughing at that during the, the 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 shooting and the editing. Sometimes you know, like if we we could do a series easily with what we have. So yeah, uh, yeah Netflix, if you hear us, yeah, we can do something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Oscar, Oscar's Oscar's loud. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's that's your uh, that's your commission. Yeah, because it's it's like I must say though the. The narrative and the way it's presented is is, is sort of the, the way the information unfolds and how like these women serve as a microcosm for the, the, the politics and that sort of backlash, the how, you know, how things start to manifest around them. It's actually done in a really deft way. Like it's 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 very subtle and it's very interesting to watch. And you're 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 being brought on this like a very immersive mm-hmm. journey as as a viewer. You were saying dealing with that much footage. How do you decide what goes in and what goes out? Like what what was out? Um, it's hard to say, but in the beginning, it's very hard. Like you try to find the, stru- the structure of the film. So let's say you go through different uh, directions. Uh, you... Anyway, when you find your structure, um, then you start, uh, reducing, let's say, and taking off some sub, some sub stories or some scenes. Uh, sometimes those scenes come back at the end of, of the editing. Uh, it's hard to explain, but when, when, when you are in the process of editing and it's a, it's a, it's a moment I like very much as a producer. I'm very present in the editing. 
uh, as a third observer, let's say, but the film becomes almost alive. The film itself decides what scene should be part of it and what not. Um, for example, there are scenes that we all love, like uh, we all are in love with that scene, but the film rejects it. It's like there is no way it can be in the movie. It takes you out of the movie. And the movie is more important to, than each scene. And sometimes it's the opposite. You have a scene that you, uh, you know, take out from the beginning. And then a few months later, you feel like there is something missing there. And, and hop, it's like a puzzle, you know, like you have the puzzle and you are looking for one missing piece and you find it last moment and it fits perfectly. And then you see the film. You test it. We do a lot of testing because at one moment you don't have the, um, what do you call it, the distance, you know, to decide. So you, you test and, and from some reaction, you can feel that, ah, it's, it's, it's fluid. It's perfect. Or, uh, or at the moment, there's always, you know, three, four people telling you, I don't know why at the moment, at the minute 40, I feel lost. And you, and so, yeah, it's, it's like this. The film is alive and almost decides by itself. It's very exciting, the process of editing, especially in documentary. Yeah, because honestly. in fiction, yeah, in fiction, yeah. everything is written. So it's not the same. In documentary, you literally rewrite the, I mean, write the film in editing. That's fascinating. Talk to me as well about, um, like the the funding involved in co-production funding was this something like did you have your funds at the very start of the film um was it something that you'd get development funding at the beginning go shoot a piece like cobble it together was it like one big lump sum did you have to get post-production funding to kind of finish it once you had like a like how did that work because the the polish as well is beautiful um the the sound so, mix. Um, yeah uh, well, I'm glad you say that because we also uh, try to work on something beautiful, even though it's a documentary and sometimes in documentary don't control the image. In this case, it's a documentary, but with a reality that is not existing. In fact, we recreate a kind of reality. So we were able to control the set uh, and the image and the sound and the music and etc. Um, so regarding the funding, we had, let's say, both kind of funding, uh, some in post-production, but main before. Uh, we didn't have development money because when we were developing the film as a regular documentary, we were hesitant. I mean, we were not convinced fully percent, but the financiers were even less, so nobody wanted to finance us. And uh, so we spent, you know, some time trying to find some money, trying to find the way. It didn't work. We were about to abandon the project many times, and we kept coming back to it. And when we found this device that was really exciting for us, like we could feel, you know, sometimes you have an idea and you know it's a good idea. You don't know why, but you feel it, you know. And we had that feeling that it was really something great. And uh, as a way to test it, I was pitching the, the film like that. You know, it's a story of Olfa and her daughters. Uh, okay, people are not really interested, but it's said that way. It's said through a false, it's a, making of of a false film i was saying at that time so you will have the real characters the actors they would tell the story and then you could feel with the audience i mean with the financier that they were really excited like ah this is great so when we find that device financing went quite quickly honestly so we gathered the money to 
to do the, the, the shooting. And the more we find money, the more we had uh, the possibility of adding days of shooting, adding a second camera, adding days of editing, etc. And then uh, we find some money in post-production. And yeah, that was it. It's, it was such a long time in the making from conception to shooting. And then I presume the edit, if you're, if you're trolling through that much and finding it and honing it, it takes time. Did anything shift or change as you were going through from what you had originally conceived? As I said, the whole project was changed, you know. But since we found that device and the shooting, uh, not really. It was more... A matter of organization there because uh, Olfa and her daughters have uh, have a very complicated life. So they, for example, they were living in Tunisia and they moved to Egypt. So we were wondering where shall we shoot? How can we do? Uh, and we are also we didn't talk about that. Um, the, the the actress who plays Olfa is a very very famous actress in the region. Uh, she d- does a lot of shootings of uh, TV shows movies in Egypt. So like find, finding uh, two weeks with her was really complicated. So the challenge was more, okay, how can we gather Olfa with her constraints of real life and, uh, and the actress and with the constraints of a famous actress? Uh, this was the main challenge, like organization, how, how, uh, but apart from that, it was a quite simple shooting in a way because it was a small location, small crew. Um, yeah, it was more what what will happen out of it. How will people react? And it went really well. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was I was thinking that with the obviously obviously it's gone down an absolute treat <laughs> with with regards to 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 audiences and and how it's been picked up around the world. And now, God, like you know, a little statue yeah. in the future, like he's <laughs> hoping. But um, was it terrifying showing the finest? the final piece to the girls um, or was it something you were working with them on construct? Like, did they see different parts of it? How, like, like, mm-hmm. is it something they didn't see till it was in a cinema? I'm always curious to how, um, yeah. like what that relationship but, uh, looks like. Uh, uh, coming back to the previous question, uh, one of the challenges while, you know, the shooting I said was okay, the editing was hard, one of the main questions was, what, uh, how can I say, how will the film be? You know, at one point you, like, you, we knew it was good, but you never know, you know, we never know how will the reaction will be, etc. So one of the challenges was, is it, is it as good as we think it is? Uh, and we started showing the film in editing and the reactions were really crazy. So we were a bit confident. So, uh, to come back to the, your question, to this question, uh, of course, so we didn't show them anything during the editing. We were in contact. We offered them, uh, the director offered them to, to watch the editing and they said, no, we trust you. And uh, at the same time, we will never be, we will never agree. You will have to do three movies anyway. So uh, we trust you. Um, and we wanted them to see the film uh when we knew that the film was in Cannes, which came quite early and as a big surprise, because Cannes in competition, they rarely take documentaries and they answered really quickly and they loved the film. So this was exciting. Then we thought, okay, now we really need to show them the film before uh, Cannes. 
and they, they even said, no, we will see it with everyone in Cannes. And we said, no, no, you cannot see it with anyone. It's your story. You have to see it in a calm space, you know, take time of reaction. So we sent them the movie. Olfa didn't want to see it. She said, uh, I know I'll, I'll be horrible. I don't want to see it. We told her, you, you, you have to see it, Olfa. Uh, so she asked the two uh, girls, Taisir and Aya, to see it. And we were uh, not afraid, but of course a bit stressed about their reaction, you know. So they saw the film, and it, it's funny, they sent us a video. They were so excited about the film. They were, you know, crying and laughing and 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 saying, thank you so much. The film is amazing. It's great. We love it. It's amazing. I mean, it was really beyond, beyond our expectation. So then they said to Olfa to see it. They told Olfa to see it. She saw it, and again, she said, thank you so much. I didn't imagine that I will be so present in the film. It's true that I can be horrible, but I'm not only horrible. Um, so they loved it. And then we went to Cannes together. Uh, the, the screening was just fabulous, you know. Again, in Cannes, we didn't know how, how people will react. And you have an audience of 2,000 people. It's Cannes. Everything is bigger, you know. When people love, they love so much when they hate just kill you <laughs> so the screening was absolutely fabulous and since then they travel with the film they were in germany to present the film uh, they were in saudi arabia so they, they 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 could travel more with the film it's just a matter of visa issue but uh, they, they love being with the film and so yeah and actually one of the things that it does so well is it, you you track the trauma, you track the, the the pain and the fallout of all of this and the impact on this family from what Alpha had to deal with when she was young, um, you know yeah. what had happened with her sister, or like I mean that that layer of of the 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 you know the the kind of elders in her family forcing things upon her, her kind yeah. of reinforcing that on her kids, and then the next generation of um of of daughter who who's suffering as a result of all of this and i think exactly like, deftly put which is which is great because it's not like oh this is a message but it's it's like yeah. the, the weight of everything is is sitting underneath that makes it so powerful is there is there any times that like i don't know that you <laughs> again i think as a as a as 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 someone who's you know trying to get this across the line, working across the line, but then dealing with the weight of that, that it sort of gets to you, or are you able to distance yourself from that? Me as a producer, yeah. I mean, the experience of the shooting again was really really strong, uh, very emotional. I mean, I met I met Olfa uh, not long before the shooting. She was really in connection with the director, but I met. I met the, her really and the daughters, especially on the shooting. And immediately we bonded very strongly. She, they see, for example, has the age of my daughter. And I felt there is a very, I don't know, father, um, daughter relationship. Uh, she, she also lacks a figure of a reassuring father. We can see it in the, in the movie, maybe because of that. Um, so. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's weird, but it was very much more positive experience than negative one. And I think also it comes from the fact that, uh, we shot at the right moment. I mean, they were telling traumatic stories, but they were in a way healed 
not from them, you know, because they, they we, we didn't have a therapist on the, on the shoot, but the therapy happened long time before the shoot. It happened and we, we only shot when, and Kauter, since she knew very well the family, when they were ready uh, to shoot and they were asking to. And as you, you know, again, in the scene that you mentioned, which was tough, uh, it was interesting because everybody was afraid. The actor was afraid, but it was the character herself who was telling us, but we need that scene. Please tell him to come back. I'm over it. I'm, I'm healed from that. She even goes further. She tells him, uh, tell him uh, it's a dialogue I learned so that he can play the scene. So she totally reversed the situation, you know, and it was like this on set. I mean, sometimes they were telling stories where all the crew was crying, <laughs> but, and then after that, we all hug and, you know, it was very, very strong experience. And since then, we're very close. We talk to each other uh, all the time. And by the way, it's Stacey's birthday today. So... <laughs> If she hears us, happy birthday, they see oh. So, so no, it was very strong experience, and this is also what I like in documentary. Yeah, and I, I think that is that is the thing that it's that it's healing. But I mean, it's still like it's still it's yeah. it's a beautiful watch, and I think it's like the darkness and the resilience and and the power of these women and the support that they have for one another. Um, yeah. So, and and you were saying like again with themes sort like like loss and family and grief being out there that I presume would resonate do you know like it's just one of these universal things has there been any kind of personal response from people that you know like of of how much it meant to them the film yes this is the crazy thing I mean we again we're telling the story of a family in Tunisia with this with the with the particular context but we showed the film in really almost everywhere and every time uh, there is a people who connects personally to the story without the same background at all. I mean, we had uh, people telling us, uh, remind me of my uh, uh, Italian grandma or Spanish uh, grandma, or I have four sisters and I have the feeling that I live the same thing. Uh, same thing, meaning relationship with between sisters, siblings and mother, and not, of course, Terrorism, etc. You mentioned the political background of Ireland and I'm sure that people can connect to that through traumas that happen for political reasons uh, in the past generation that are still affecting the newest generation so and we had that everywhere no this is also yeah so it's fascinating to think to see how people can connect to a story like that uh, from different uh, and different ages also uh, we had uh, in the beginning you know the audiences uh, are most often, uh, let's say the regular art house audience, which is more uh, age, uh, but but often for this film we had uh, young uh, girls coming to see the film, you know, 14, 15, 16, coming with their parents or 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 separately, you know, one see the film and talks to the parent or the other way. Um, so it's it's uh, yeah, it's nice. And again, this is the film. It's about generations and transmission and also from it's different uh, I mean from how can I say uh, mother-daughter relationship is something really uh, fascinating I mean I saw that also within my family so it's something very specific uh, it's not the same that mother-son father-son so 
so yeah, this is the thing that I think makes it uh, universal. Definitely. It's such a universal film. It absolutely is. Thank you so much for chatting to us. It was so, so beautiful. We wish you the best of luck. Thank <laughs> you so much. And I won't even say it to jinx it, but I'm sure you're you're well in there. there are, oh, you got, uh, you got my vote. Even though I can't vote. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I know there are voters in Ireland, so if they can watch the film at least. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Make sure you. to go see it in Diff if you can. So it's screening there on the 1st of March. Bums on seats. It's gorgeous to see it on the big screen. But yeah, best of, of luck. It's it's just wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. You can explore the Dublin International Film Festival programme and buy tickets now at diff.ie.